Can somebody say amen? God is a maker. He is not a magician. That was why when he called the disciples, what did he tell them? He said, come, follow me, and I will do what? I will make you. So whenever God wants to give attention to the life of a man, he goes into the business of making. He goes into the business of orchestrating things. He goes into the business of manufacturing things that are tailor-made, that are customized for your life. That is why your experiences in life will never be the same with mine because God goes into the business of making what is tailor-made for me and what is tailor-made for you. We all have different sizes. The sizes of our clothes here this morning are not the same. If I am wearing the size of the clothes some of you are wearing, you will drive me away from this puppy because you will not be able to stand me. You won't like me. Amen. So, but I have to measure what will fit me, what I will wear, and it will be my size. So a lot of times what God does is to go into the business of making what is your size. And this morning, what is your size is coming to you. And, and what is your size is not determined by your physical appearance. It's not determined by your name. It's not determined by your, by your background. But it is determined by grace. Are you with me this morning? So that which is your size, whenever God delivers it to you, the world will be looking at it as though it is too much, but it is not too much because grace brings heaven into the life of a man. Grace brings into the life of a man what he is not qualified for. So God is making something for you, not according to your possession or, or your capacity to afford it, but according to the availability of his grace. So he said, behold, I make what? All things what? new. So the newness that is coming upon your life this month is made in heaven. Made by God himself. Manufactured by God himself. It has the NAVDAC number of heaven and it is coming in your direction and it shall not be misplaced. It shall not he shall not be stolen along the way. Are you understanding me? You remember when Daniel prayed? His prayer was answered but but it was delayed. It was held back. But do you know what happened? Because the answer to that prayer had the name of Daniel on it, it came. It came. That's why the fact that it was held, it was released eventually. God made sure that what belonged to Daniel was released unto him. And this morning, what belongs to you? No matter how long it has been delayed, no matter where it has been held down, it shall be released this morning in the name of Jesus. In case you do not know, the Bible describes him as the one that sits on the throne. The king, the ruler. The one before whom the 24 elders, they bow. The one before whom the beast, they bow. The one before whom the heavens and even the earth, they flee. He's a terrible God. You see, the, 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 the God that we deal with is terrible. That is why, that is why, that is why, that is why the devil 
as small as you are, the devil is afraid of you. See, don't be deceived. The devil is afraid of you. If you carry this God that we are talking about, because he's actually terrible, how can this terrible one come to the level of somebody like you and relate with you as a friend and relate with you as a father and relate with you as a lover and relate with you as your helper? So he that sits in heaven, he that sits on his throne, he that sits in the high places, said, I make all things new. Can I prophesy to somebody this morning? All things are new in your life beginning from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Because the Bible says if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You see, it, God is not just making it. He is making you to see it. The Bible says, behold, behold. You see, the gospel is this. That which we have seen, that which we have heard, and that which we have touched, that which we have handled, that is the totality of the gospel. This morning you will see. You will see the new things he is doing in your life. You will, you will experience the new things he is doing in your life. You will handle it in reality. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Bible says, he that sits in the heavens... You shall laugh when they think they have succeeded and they have done their worst and they think they have, they have finished with you just as they finished with Lazarus. With Lazarus. He that sits in the heavens, he shall laugh. He shall have them in, in confusion. He shall, make, he shall make mockery of them. He shall make an open show of them. Do you know one of, the, one of the problems the devil has with you? It's not because God disgraced him. It's not because God defeated him. It's also because the defeat was a public event. God did not hide the disgrace of the devil from the world. He did it publicly. The Bible says he made an open show of them. He defeated them in it. Hallelujah. So he that sits in the, on the throne said, Behold, I make everything new. Now let's go to Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 1. You can bring it up for us. Yes. And he showed me Joshua, the high priest, Standing before the angel of the Lord. And Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. Verse 2, go on. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee. The Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee. So the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuked thee. Oh, Satan, even the Lord that had chosen Jerusalem rebuked thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Verse 3. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. Verse 4. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. And I said, Let them set a fair my upon his head 
So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments and the angel of the Lord stood by. Verse 6. And the angel of the Lord protested unto Joshua saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If thou wilt walk in my ways and if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house and shalt also keep my courts and I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Now, new things. Somebody say new things. Joshua the high priest, not Joshua the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, Joshua the high priest, appeared before God. He stood in the courts of heaven. Because if, if you look at this scripture carefully, you will agree with me that it was a court session that was going on here. The high priest appeared before the courts of heaven according to the revelation that Zechariah had. And the Bible says the devil, Satan, stood on his right hand to accuse him. I want to quickly let you know that there is a daily accuser of the brethren that always trails your life. Are you with me? Now, in Revelation chapter 12, verse 10, the Bible talks about the accuser of the brethren that stands before God, accusing them on a daily basis. The angels were celebrating the fact that this accuser has been sent down, has been defeated and deported from heaven. I want you to remember that in the day and in the night, there is an accuser against your life. There is a being, there is a power, there is a force that would not want to let you go. There is a power that will want to bring you into judgment, under the judgment of the Lord God Almighty. He is called the accuser. He is called the devil. He is called the serpent. He is always looking for a ground against you. Hallelujah. And that is why you must be circumspect in your day-to-day -day living. That is why you must be careful with your life because until somebody has a ground against you, he cannot bring an accusation against you. Amen? For those of you that are lawyers, you want to take somebody to court, you begin to look for issues. You begin to look for a ground. Upon which you can stand on and make your case and get whatever judgment it is that you are looking for. The devil came and stood by the right hand side of Joshua, accusing him before the Lord. And I was wondering, how come that the devil successfully penetrated the presence of God to accuse the devil, uh, to accuse Joshua. How come that God allowed him? Where did he pass through? Where were the angels that were manning the gates? How come they allowed the devil to come accusing Joshua right in the courts of heaven? Can I tell you something? Now, the devil will tell you even to God's presence. The devil comes into God's presence. Do, do you understand me? Uh -huh. The devil comes into... See, see, the devil doesn't give up. I don't know how better to say this. When the devil fixes his eyes on a man, he doesn't turn back until you give him reason to achieve his aim. I saw it in the life of Samson. You know Samson? 
Do you remember something? The devil fixed his eyes on something and he got him eventually. Orchestrated women and women. Everything that Samson saw in his lifetime was women. Uh, women. And he went down here and he saw a woman. And he went down there and he saw a woman. Woman eventually brought him down. Brothers, may woman not bring you down. Say amen. Oh. It's a serious prayer. I hope you... <laughs> All right, let's, let's move on. So, so the devil stood, not by his left hand side, by his right hand side. You know what it means for you to say somebody is my right hand man? Do you, know, do you know we say that? When you say somebody is your right hand man, what does it mean? It, it means that person is very close to you. It means that person has a very strong tie to you. It means you can trust the devil. I mean the person. It means you can depend on the person. When you call the person your right hand man. In this case, the devil was the right hand man of Joshua. And I was wondering if Joshua was in trouble. Who was he going to rely on? His right hand man. May the devil not stand on your right hand side. May he not have a ground to accuse you. You know Jesus said something in John chapter 14 verse 30. He said the prince of this world come to me. But he has no power over me. He, there, there is nothing belonging to the devil that is inside of me. Can I tell you something? The only way the devil can succeed in your life is if any of his property can be located in you. The passion translation of that, of that John 40 verse, verse 30, if, if you have the passion translation, it says, the, the devil cometh to me, but he has nothing to, um, to use against me. That's what the passion says. Yes, he said, I won't speak with you much longer. For the ruler of this, of this dark world is coming. But he has no power over me. For he has nothing to do what? To use against me. So the reason why the devil could not defeat Jesus. The reason why the devil could not overwhelm Jesus. Was not because Jesus was God. Was not because Jesus was anointed. Was not because... Jesus was all powerful. It was simply because there was no property of the devil that can be traced to Jesus. I ask you this morning, right where you sit, I ask you this question this morning. What is it that belongs to the devil that is inside of you? A life of sin. A life of unrighteousness. A life because if you read that Joshua further, you will realize the reason why the devil had the authority to come accuse him. Let's live our lives in such a way under the grace of the almighty God that when the devil comes to us, he has nothing to hold against us. You come before God and you are asking for prosperity. You come before God and you are asking God to bless you. Meanwhile, you just cheated somebody yesterday. Satan has something in you. A ground upon which he can stand before God and say, this child of yours, this, this guy, this lady that is asking for this, don't give it to him because he did this yesterday. What is the property of the devil that... That is inside of you. 
when Jesus came to Zacchaeus and Jesus went to his house on his own accord everything that he knew that the devil could trace to him he started vomiting them he started emptying his life he started going through the process of purification of sanctification and of justification Anything that I've collected from anybody wrongly, in case the money you used as offering is money you stole from somebody, can I tell you, there is a property of the devil inside of you. Let me tell you, the holiness is not only meant to take us to heaven, but holiness is meant to be a defense. When a man is holy, when a man lives a life of purity in thought, in action, in lifestyle, the devil will find it difficult to hold an ought against you. What, what, what's the property of the devil that's inside of you? Anger? Lying? Immorality? You are married? And you have a maid? What they call now a side chick? You go around sleeping with small, small girls. And then you come and say, Lord, bless me. Bless my family. The devil will say, no, I have something against you. You are engaged. Getting ready to get married to that young man, to that young lady. You are not yet married and you are already having sex, sleeping together, committing immorality together and you are saying prosper our future marriage. Lord, as we prepare for this marriage, Lord, prosper us. You have not repented of your sin. Can I tell you, the devil has a property, in, in, one of his properties inside of you and it is a ground for accusation. They say he that comes to equity must do what? Must come with clean hands. I know that some of you may be thinking that the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus has wiped away our sin, has, has delivered us from now there is, there is now no condemnation uh, for those who are in Christ Jesus. I agree with you. Can I ask you a question? Are you born again? If you are born again, are you still deliberately living in sin? Can the devil still trace his property to you? That is a ground for the devil to accuse you before God. Huh? If you are a bank person here, a bank manager, and they gave you new notes to release, and you refuse to release, that's the property of the devil inside of you. Yes. A friend was telling me yesterday how somebody, a, bank, a branch manager, that he, I don't know how true that story is because I don't know how that kind of a thing will happen and it will not be known. How the person changed 500 million era into new notes, cash, went to the bank, but they couldn't do it, do it through a bank. But he now explained how they did it. See, in this country, anything is possible. The way, the way he explained it, it will be impossible for EFCC or NFIU, whoever, to trace it because he didn't go to the banking system. Excuse me, what are you carrying? The wristwatch in your hand. The makeup you are wearing. Was it that man you slept with that is not your husband that gave it to you? That is the property of the devil. As you sit before God and your eyes, your face is looking smooth. All right? 
The devil will just come like this and remove the veil and say, God, look at his face. Oh. God, look at her face. Oh. See where this thing is coming from. You cannot give him what he's asking for. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? I am emphasizing the life of holiness. Two Sundays ago, we heard so much about Joseph. And that day I began to realize what I knew about Joseph was that God's presence was with him. What I knew about Joseph was that he prospered. He prospered in Potiphar's wife's house. He prospered in prison. He prospered everywhere that he went to. But that day I realized the secret behind the prosperity. The secret behind the presence of God. Just, I mean, Joseph was a man that feared God. Joseph was a man that led, that led a holy life and that made God to, to God got stuck to him. There is something that will make God never to be able to abandon you. Even when you don't have money. There is something that will make God glued to you. For he just cannot do without you. He just keeps seeking fellowship with you. It is a life of purity. A life of holiness. And what is holiness? Several years ago, pastor gave a definition of holiness. And for me, that is all-encompassing. That, that, was, that was okay for me. He said, anything you do that makes God comfortable to live in you, that is holiness. Anything, anything you do that makes God comfortable to abide in you because his eyes are too pure that he cannot behold an iniquity. God has nothing to do with a man that is unrepentantly iniquitous. This morning, what is it that belongs to the devil that is inside of you? This year we are talking about divine settlement. It is for those that have emptied their lives. It is for those that have made up their mind to live holy, to live righteous. That was the problem that Joshua had. And it gave the devil the power, the opportunity to stand beside him and accuse him. And if you read further, the Bible says, and the garment of Joshua was what? Was filled. Joshua was clothed in filthy garment. Don't forget, I'm talking about new things. You may be wondering, where is all this leading to? What is the connection between this and new things? I'd like you to follow me carefully. The Bible says Joshua was clothed in filthy garment. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garment and he stood before God. So he was filthy. He was unclean. He was, he was turned. He was impure. He was unrighteous. When you look at him, you see deaths all around him. You see uncleanness all around him. You see impurities all around him. He was messed up in filth. He was unclean. That gave the devil that ground. That ground that he had to appear before God standing on the right hand side of Joshua. You know the case of Joshua, the devil came into God's presence. The case of Job, the devil came into God's presence. Do you agree? While in the case of Joshua, there was nothing God could do for him until some things happened. In the case of Job, God bragged. He bragged. He bragged. The devil did not come there to accuse Job. Because, you see, it was God that, that made us know that Satan was there. It was God. We never knew. The children of God came before God. The angels, they came before God. And then suddenly from nowhere, the Lord spoke. I said, where comest thou from? And the devil said, I come here from to and fro. You, you don't see that the devil is houseless. He is homeless. 
Anybody that follows the devil will be homeless. He will be houseless. Because you will be like who you follow. And God answered, okay, 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 okay. There's somebody, I have a servant of mine. His name is Job. Have you considered him? Satan said, it's not as if I don't know. I know he exists. And you know what? God now began to speak. He's an upright man. He's a holy man. He's a righteous man. God was bragging. May God, may you, may you bring God to that point where he can look at the devil in the face and brag to the devil about you. You didn't say amen. Because, because this one is not, you shall prosper. You shall have money. You don't know that. Even the Bible says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. Even what? As thy soul prospereth. The prosperity of your soul, the prosperity of your spirit is the number one thing that God is looking for. Lord, may you find reason to be proud of my life. When it comes to commitment to you, may you find reason to be proud of me. When it comes to faithfulness to you, may you find reason to be proud of my life. When it comes to following you step by step, Lord, may you have reason to be proud of my life. May you have reason to be proud of my family, the children I raised for you. May you have reason to be proud of them. May I be like Abraham, that you were so sure, and you said, I know Abraham. I know he will command his household after me. May you find reason to be proud of me. May God find reason to be proud of us. So, the Bible says, bring it up for us. That Joshua chapter 3. Yes, now Joshua was closed with the comments. Yes, go on. The next verse. And he answered and spake unto those. No, go back to verse 3. Okay, that's okay. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. Yes, verse 4 now. And he answered and spake unto, unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with what? With a change of raiment. Listen. Take away the filthy garments was the first thing that God did. In this month of February, one of the first things that God must do to us is the work of purification. There is so much death in the house of God. Brother hating brother. Sister keeping malice with sister. All sorts of gossips. All sorts of hatred. Eh? All sorts of, you know, hiding. I don't know how they say it in English. But there's, there's this one in my language. It says, You know what, that, you know what it means? Okay, you are wearing a badder. So when, you know, Agbada is big. You can cover your body. You now put your hand inside the Agbada and then you are, you are punching somebody. So you are doing things in hiding. You are destroying things in hiding. That is simply what it means. There are some people in the house of God that their ministry is not to advance the kingdom of God but to destroy something in secret. We may not know them except by discernment. They are there. They sing very well. I'm not referring to the choir, please. And if you are among, if the person I'm describing is among the choir, it is time to repent. Hallelujah. If you are sitting here, it is time to repent. Your mission is to destroy. You destroy people. You slander the image of people. But they don't know. They take you as a friend. But they don't know that you are the most dangerous enemy that they have ever encountered. Such kind of people. May the Lord do something new in your life this month.
We are not interested in your song. Whatever you sing, actually, it is God that takes it, not us. Because we too, even though our voices are not good, whatever we sing, if it is out of a pure heart, it is, it is a melody unto the Lord. For people like me, what I offer is not melody of praise. It is sacrifice of praise. I just bring it to God. I say, this is it. This is what I have. I'm not like Pastor Bolanle that will start singing. And everywhere, you just feel the aura of God's presence. No, it doesn't happen like that to me. But I believe that that which I am saying, it is God is accepting it. It is going up to him as an incense. So my desire is for the heart from which that song is coming from to be a pure heart so that the Lord can accept it. Silent killers in the body of Christ. And you see, the Lord searches the heart. Men, men look at the outward appearance, but the Lord searches. You see, as we sit here today, I am seeing beautiful gillies. I am seeing beautiful attires. But what the Lord is seeing is the heart of everybody. Maybe, because everything that happened in Zechariah happened in the spirit. It was not physical. It was a revelation that God, just like somebody dreaming. In fact, if you read from the beginning, the Bible says, the word of the Lord came to Zechariah, the son of Zebeteliah, uh, and then, and all that, and all that. So, everything happened in the realm of the spirit. We can only know you physically, but God knows you down to your spirit. Who are you? Excuse me. As you sit looking at me with a smile this morning, can I ask you, who are you? Who, who, who does the Lord say you are? What is the verdict of heaven over your life? What kind of spirit do you carry? Some of us, our spirits are so bitter. Our spirits are so destructive. It is so bad that offenses of 15 years ago still linger in your heart. Recently, somebody offended me. <laughs> and I picked offense because it was going to touch on my integrity. And if there's anything I fear in this life and in my work with God, it's for something to touch my integrity. So different kinds of offenses began to form. I started noticing deposits, 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 deposits here and there. I prayed and prayed. It didn't go. The offense was still there. You know what I did? I picked up my phone. And everything that was happening in my heart, all the kind of thoughts, I was putting it in words. I will send it. I will send it. I will send it. I'm angry with you. This, this that you did is not good. This, this that you did. As soon as I sent it, he said, Pastor, please can we see? Please can we see? Please can we see? I said, okay. And we met. He said, Pastor, you have never spoken to me like this. And I began to explain to him that I was saying that because I needed to go to heaven. I have no business with you. If you like, go and be a fraudster. Go and cheat. You are the one that will go to hell. On the last day, every man shall stand before God and they shall give account of their lives. One by one. one. See, as it is as serious as Ahmed cannot stand for joy. Pastor Tolu cannot stand for Pastor Bolanli. Never. Femi cannot stand for his wife. 
every man shall give account of his life before God. And I told him, this is it, this is it, this is it. You need to repent. You don't treat people like this. And he said, Pastor, I, 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 I tell you, it's just, it's just that things went bad. And I can tell you that from that day till now, it's as if the whole burden of the world was on my chest. I was not sleeping in the night. Let's repent from wickedness. Repent from wickedness. The first new things God must begin to do in our lives in this month of February is the work of purity. Let the blood of Jesus come into effect. Let the blood of Jesus wash us again. Let him make us whole. Let there be a washing of water by the world. May God give us purity. Pure Christians. Pure young men and women. People that when they hold their phones and immorality pops up, they close it immediately. They, they throw it away and they turn their attention on God. Landor of Australia, my life is to please God. My life is to serve his purpose. My life is to do his way. My life is to follow him. May God find such people in the midst of us from today and onward in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be that whenever we come together, it shall be a conference of the gathering of hope. Holy people. Holy people. Holiness should not only come from the altar. Everybody is a priest. We have done this Bible study before in this place. If you are born again, you are a priest. Every man must stand before God with a pure heart. But Joshua was not pure. So God removed that garment. Do you remember Bartimaeus? Do you remember Bartimaeus? When Jesus finally stopped and he said, Tell him to come. And they said, Bartimaeus, he called it thee. What was the first thing he did? The Bible says, as soon as he rose up, what was the first thing he did? He removed his garment. I can't appear him like this, before him like this. I can't come before my king and my lord like this. I need to come pure. I need to come holy. I need to come righteous. So he pulled off his garment. And as soon as he appeared before Jesus, he now had opportunity to negotiate. He had opportunity to bargain with the king of kings. There's a kind of life that you live that you can bargain your way through with God hey you didn't get it God will just tell you what do you want me to do for you speak up now because I wait for you just like the king did to Esther what do you want me to do for you even to half of my kingdom I can give to you he gave Esther an open check you will come to that point where God will give you a blank check and it will be love for you to write whatever you want on it say amen Zechariah, they said, remove the garment. And, and the Lord said something very interesting. Listen. The Lord said, give it to us. That verse 4. Let me read it accurately. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, behold, behold, I have done what? I have cost. Take note of that word, cost. Thine iniquity to do what? To pass from thee. And I will clothe thee with the change of raiment. Now listen. I have caused your iniquity to pass. Just like that. And have you noticed that it was not as if Joshua prayed? Look at it. There was no point we were told 
that Joshua prayed. And said, Lord, remove my field from me. Remove my death from me. Remove my unrighteousness from me. But as soon as Joshua appeared before God, love was too much. God could not stand it. God could not send him away. God looked at him. He saw the accuser of the brethren standing beside him. And God said, Kai, if I allow this man to leave my presence like this, this accuser will finish him. This accuser will destroy him. And God, the Lord by himself, the Bible said, he spake unto Joshua. And he said, I have caused thine iniquity to do what? To pass. Just like that. And that is one of the battles, the hatred that exists between us and the devil. Because when the accuser comes against you, he wants you to pay for your sin. Am I correct? Liars in the house now. Huh? Okay. If somebody has committed a criminal offense and that person is charged to court, what is the essence of it? They want the person to pay for his sins. Either by sending him to jail or whatever means. Hallelujah. So, the devil wanted Joshua to pay for what he has done. But God unilaterally cancelled it. And let me tell you this morning. That no matter the accusation of the devil against your life. Your life may have been filthy. Your life may have been impure. Your life may have been so unclean. And you don't know what to do. You don't know how to get out of it. Every day and every night. You feel guilty about that. Which you have done. Can I tell you this morning. There is an announcement coming to your life. I am causing your iniquity to pass. You see. There is nothing the devil can do about it. When Jesus came, the day Jesus was born, there was an announcement. Glory to God in the highest. Good peace on earth. And goodwill to what? Towards men. Now, when Jesus came, he came with three dividends. Three. You see, I do some little, little businesses here and there. I know that is what is called, uh, is it profit sharing? Or when, it, when it's time to share dividend. Now, will you expect dividend if you don't have an investment? Huh? Do you know what God did to the devil? He gave us dividend in a business we do not have any investment in. What did you do to bring Jesus? In fact, the Bible says, while we were yet sinners, Christ did what? He died. So, he came when we were not qualified and gave us profit in a venture. That we did not invest in. Three things he came with. Glory to God. That one is, it belongs to God. He now said, peace on earth and goodwill. What? Towards man. You see, the ministry of Jesus is the ministry of reconciliation. And what is reconciliation? Making peace. So when the devil saw that, he was really angry. How will... Despite all I have done to destroy them, you just came. You didn't even allow them to invest small. You didn't even allow them to pray small like Joshua. Joshua did not pray any single prayer. But the Lord by himself gave him dividend. Glory to God. Peace on earth and goodwill towards me. You know what goodwill means? If you have my goodwill. What does it mean to have somebody's goodwill? If you have my goodwill. Whatever you ask for, if I have it, you are likely to get it. Because you have my goodwill. 
And you see, even the glory that the Bible says is unto God, God now decided again to share it with us. Because Jesus said, the glory which thou hast given me, have I done what? Given them. So even the glory of God, we share in it. That is, Bible, that is why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 3, we all with open face, beholding us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, and we, we are changed into the same image. The same image of glory. From glory to glory. The path of the righteous is as a shining light. That light there means glory. It shines more and more onto a perfect day. It means when I receive a measure today, I can get a higher measure tomorrow. I can get a higher measure next month. There is no stopping to the level of the glory of God that I experience in my life. May that be your story from today. In the mighty name of Jesus. So he caused the iniquity of Joshua to pass. Your iniquity is passing today. But, but you must appear before God the way you are. Joshua came before him as he is. He didn't cover his filthiness. You know, if it is some of us, we're going to look for something clean and then we'll cover ourselves. No. Joshua came as filthy as he was. Can somebody come before God as filthy as you are today so that God can do this great work in your life? You know what God did again? He gave him a change of raiment. He did not just remove his garment, his filthy garment. He changed his garment. He gave him something new. Now, if you read other versions, it is written there that he gave him a garment of forgiveness. Telling him that I've forgiven you. All the sins that you have committed that have made you this unclean, I've forgiven you. Now you have a new garment. Now you have a garment of praise for a garment of heaviness. Now I bring beauty upon your life in place of ashes. Now I bring joy upon your life in place of sorrow. Now I bring comfort upon your life in place of pain. I bring healing upon your life in place of sickness. I bring grace and favor upon your life in place of favor. I bring, I bring, I, in, place of, in place of labor, I bring help upon your life. In place of helplessness, everything that I represent is taking over your life now. My glory, my splendor, my beauty, my answer, my lifestyle, it is taking over your life now. There is a new thing that I am doing. I am exchanging who you are for who I am. So now, we carry God. Despite our frailties, despite our disqualifications, despite our inabilities, we now carry God. We now carry God because of the finished work on the cross. God also gave Joshua a place among those people that were standing with him, among those celestial beings, among those angels. The Bible says, and I give you a place among these, your colleagues, among these people. I give you a place. I give you a domain. You remember that during the anniversary, one of the areas of influence is in your domain. There must be a domain to your influence. God was telling Joshua, he said, I give you a place among these people. You will judge my house. Haba. The same man that was just accused has become a judge. The same man that was accused with the intention of disqualification had become a ruler.
God will turn your tears to joy. He will, he will, he will turn your bad experiences to glories. He, he will turn your shame to, to glory. He will turn every negative thing around your life. Whatever the devil has brought against you, God is turning it around, 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 turning it around for your good. And there's nothing that the devil can do about it. There's nothing. He gave him a change of raiment. Oh, hallelujah. He gave him a change of raiment. There's a change of raiment coming upon you today. I am telling you, this February, get ready because your eyes shall see new things. Get ready because your eyes shall behold new things. Great things shall begin to happen in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Finally, as we go, Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1. Please give it to us. Isaiah chapter 61 from verse 1. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. New things. Somebody say new things. To proclaim liberty to the captive. Somebody say new things. And the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Can somebody say new things? To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all that mourn. Can somebody say new things? To appoint unto them. That morning Zion. To give unto them beauty for ashes. Can somebody say new things? The oil of joy for morning. Can somebody say new things? The garment of praise. Remember the garment of Joshua was changed. The garment of praise. For the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness. Can somebody say amen? Can I hear a louder amen? Can I hear a louder amen? Please, please give it back to us. That there might be called trees of righteousness. Can somebody say new things? The planting of the Lord that he might be glorified. Can somebody say new things? Please go on. Go on. And there shall build the old waste. There shall raise up the former desolations. And there shall repair the waste cities. The desolation of many generations. Can somebody say amen? Oh, and strangers shall stand and feed your flocks. And the sons of the alien shall be your plowmen and your vine dressers. Can somebody say amen? But ye shall be named the priest of the Lord. Men shall call you the ministers of our God. Ye shall eat the riches of the Gentiles. And in their glory shall ye boast yourselves. Can somebody say amen? For your shame, ye shall have double. Can I hear a louder amen? And for confusion, they shall rejoice in their portion. Can you say amen? Therefore, in their land, they shall possess the double. Everlasting joy shall be unto them. Can I hear the loudest? Amen. God is doing something new. He said, behold, I do a new thing. 
Behold, I make all things new. Behold, there is a turnaround coming for you. This verse of scripture, these verses of scripture have defined for us the new things that you should expect in the month of February. Expect it. Tell your neighbor, expect it. Tell your neighbor, expect it. If I tell your neighbor, it is now. 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 I am changing my garment of heaviness for the garment of praise. That is what I am changing. I am living here this morning with my garment of praise. No more heaviness. Heaviness of pain. Heaviness of disappointment. Heaviness of delay. Heaviness of sickness. Heaviness of whatever the name might be called. Heaviness of any kind of cause. There is a garment. I came here one way. I am living here now with a new garment. I am a new man. I am a new man. I am victorious. The Bible says they that wait upon the Lord. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as the eagles. I am mounting up with wings. There is something new about my life. I am brand new. I'm no longer amen. I'm no longer the one that my father gave birth to, that my mother gave birth to. I am a different person. God has given me a place among the celestial, among, among the powers that rule. God told Joshua, you will rule my kingdom. Now we are seated with Christ in high places, in heavenly places. That is my location. When men shall be saying there is a casting down, what am I saying, please? I am saying there is a lifting up. That that is the new thing that the Lord is doing in my life. Women are saying, hey, they are sick. There is no money. I tell them that my economy is not of this earth. The life I live is not of this earth. The life I live is of heaven. It's of God's kingdom. My resources, they come from heaven. I am no longer the same. I am no longer the same. I wear the garment of praise. I wear the garment of joy in place of the garment of money. I wear the garment of glory in place of the garment of shame. Can you rise on your feet and pray in the Holy Ghost and force this words over your life. Enforce these words over your situation. There is a new thing coming your way. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Something new is happening. I'm no longer the same. I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave to fear. Oh, I am a child of God. Can we put life to it now? I'm no longer a slave to fear. I am a child. Can we put more life, more life, more life? I'm no longer, I'm no longer, I'm no longer, I'm no longer, I'm no
God over your life. The garment of praise for the garment of heaviness. The garment of joy for the garment of money. That is what I'm living here with. New, new things. You make all things new, Lord. You make all things new for me in this month of February. Pray, 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 somebody. You have two minutes to pray. Two minutes to pray. Ali Baraba Shilia Barata. Yanda Raba Shilia Maraba Kanda Raba I have caused an iniquity to pass. I have removed your garments. You are no longer filthy. I have removed the filth inside of you. Oh, your life has changed. Your life has changed. Now listen. Listen, listen please. Remain standing, all eyes closed. Joshua was filthy. That was why the devil could accuse him. This morning, the Lord wants to give you opportunity if your life is still filthy. If you are not made it up with Jesus, if the blood of Jesus has not washed you clean and, and made you whole and delivered you from the power of sin and Satan, and this moment, you want to be like Joshua. You want a new garment. You want this filthy garment to be removed. Perhaps there was something you did before that you are still feeling guilty about. You are the one God is talking about. There is a burden that God wants to remove off your shoulder. God wants to take authority from the devil on your behalf. Because when he died, he went into the grave, he went into Hades, and he collected a key from the devil. So the devil no longer has the key over your life. It is Jesus. But you must deliberately hand over your life to him now. Are you such a person here this morning? And you want to say, Lord, remove my filth. I want to be yours from now. I want to be pure. I want to live for you from now. Wherever you are, can you place your right hand on your chest? Wherever you are standing, I will see you. Can you place your right hand on your chest wherever you are standing? Yes, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you are doing that, do it very well. Let me see you. And if you are online and you want to do same, please do it. Do it. Your right hand on your chest. You are saying, Lord, I surrender my life to you from today. Say this after me. Lord Jesus, today... I desire not to be filthy anymore. Please remove my filthy garments. Give me a new garment. The garment of forgiveness. The garment of righteousness. The garment of holiness. Wash me with your blood and make me your child from today. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me and for helping me. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Amen. Now listen, listen. There is somebody I need to pray for here. You did something before. You have made your way right with God. But, but the guilt will not just leave you. Whenever you kneel down to pray, that guilt comes back. Whenever you want to do something for God, that guilt, the devil is tormenting you with that guilt. You have confessed, you have asked God for mercy, and you believe it is done, but that guilt keeps trailing you. You are here. Can you wave at me if you are that person? All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. All eyes closed. Wave at me if you are here. Wave at me if you are here. It's alright. Anybody on the gallery? Anybody on the gallery? The yoke of that guilt is broken. From today, from today. Now, I want you to go believing in what God has done. Don't allow the devil to torment you anymore. You are safe. You are free. God has made your iniquity to pass. Can somebody shout hallelujah? Can you please raise up your right hand, everybody? 
I want you to take 20 seconds and just pray in the Holy Ghost as I make a few proclamations. Just 20 seconds. You have just 20 seconds. Pray in the Holy Ghost now. Pray in the Holy Ghost now. If you are sitting down, please rise up now. Baranda Bashilia da Kurianda. Embraconia. Maradabo Shela Baranda Bakunia. In the mighty name of Jesus. That amen is poor. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. By the word of the Lord I declare it is your month of new things. You shall hear it. You shall see it. You shall handle it in the name of Jesus. Every garment you have carried before now, every garment of heaviness, garment of pain, garment of failure, garment of sickness, anything it is called, that garment is removed off your shoulder. You are set free from that garment in the name of Jesus. Receive the garment of joy. Receive the garment of praise. Receive the garment of peace. Receive the garment of progress. Receive the garment of holiness, righteousness, increase, expansion, multiplication. It is your month of new things. Can somebody say the loudest amen? Can somebody say the loudest amen? Lift up your voice and give him praise and glory for all that he has done.